Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called Life is Futile Unless. We know life is futile. A man who considers that his life is of very wonderful importance is awfully close to a padded cell. Spoken by Clarence Darrow. The law, grace, sin, justification, sanctification, baptism, why does it all matter? All of these theological concepts of Paul's letter to the Romans, do they really matter? Should we even learn what these words mean? I guess that depends. Do you think that you are just a vapor, here today and gone tomorrow, with nothing of your essence remaining? Is Clarence Darrow right? Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. That's scripture from Ecclesiastes. Or, everything is meaningless, says the teacher, completely meaningless. Unless it isn't. From time to time we all think, maybe this faith thing is a hoax. Maybe God isn't up there, and I have been duped. Oh, there's nothing wrong with questions. Nothing wrong with doubts. So long as we keep questioning, keep searching, and do so with pure motives. Get that? We must ask with a sincere heart, God, if you're there, I want to know you. I want to follow you. Please reveal yourself to me. The desperate cry of a sincere soul, wanting to know that indeed her life counts for something, and that if there is a God, one true God, she will find him, get to know him, and follow him. Oh, is there anything greater than that? I think not. So, what is your reality? For what, for whom are you living your life? Because make no mistake about it, we are all living for something or someone, whether it is for God, for our pleasures, for our children, for all that we can get out of life, or what? Be honest with yourself. I had to hit the pause button here in the middle of Romans chapter 6 because before us and behind us we have discussions of sin, grace, and the struggle that ensues. The truth is, if there is nothing beyond this life, this flesh, then why not live for what feels good? What satisfies right now? There is no reason. And yet, if you have experienced the living God, then all bets are off. When folks cry out to God and he comes and answers like only he can do, no one can decry that experience. You cannot tell someone what you felt, well, you were delusional, because what they felt was real. It was real to them. And just every so often, it was downright miraculous. So, have you had your own personal experience with the God of the universe? Because in reality, all of these theological constructs simply flow out from that. Grace, baptism, justification, sanctification mean nothing if your reality has not included a personal awareness of God. Because in that case, theological terms are just lofty words. Here's the thing. If you have personally felt the presence of God, no one can tear that knowingness away from you. There is nothing anyone can say that will make you feel 
that what you experienced was delusional or non-existent. Your experience was your experience, and that in itself is very powerful. And if, in fact, you have felt the presence of God, the hand of God upon your life, then suddenly these lofty words take on personal meanings. God's grace was poured out upon you. And what are you going to do about baptism? What is your position? You ought to have one, you know. Otherwise, why was Jesus baptized? It certainly wasn't to wash away his sin. And justification? That is just the way Jesus made you right with God. Sanctification, the process in which you are becoming more like him. So let's just fast forward to what might be the last day of your life. What are the questions you will ask? A threat of imminent death or even a passing thought of our own mortality is sufficient to wrench us out of our current involvements, even if but for a moment, and force us to look at our lives. Of late, I think of my precious Ray, physician, skeptic of religion, and rightfully so. What did he ask at the end of his life? Because we are all, after all, mortal men, and 100% of us will die. He wanted to know, God, if you're really there, then come into my life. And then, yes, I believe you were there. So please don't reject me because of all of the years I have essentially rejected you. All of life suddenly falls away when we have eternity in view. Did you hear me? All of life suddenly falls away when we are looking at eternity. Suddenly, when we envision the divine, when we catch a glimpse of eternity, all of these things matter. Sin becomes something we wished we would have distanced ourselves from. Justification becomes the way in which we were made right with God, and sanctification, the process through which we grew and morphed into something pleasing to God. The meanings matter, because we need to find ourselves turned toward God with our hearts fixed on eternity with Him. So, is life futile? Only if you fix your gaze on that which the world aspires toward. Rather, if you fix your gaze on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, then you've got it going on. And then, life is not futile. Not at all.